Hi, this is Dr. Tom Rogers at Performance Medicine on 5 at 5. It's a little later than 5 o'clock. Had a busy day. But anyway, what we do every Tuesday night, we try to get together and um, I answer five questions that people have mailed in or called in or whatever and try to answer them to the best of my ability. Um, so we've got some great questions today. And I've just seen these, so I don't prepare very well for these, so bear with me. But, um, all right, the first one, great question. What is oxidative stress and what causes it? Well, that's kind of a complex question because it really gets down on a biochemical basis. It's basically when molecules in your body spin off an electron and become a free radical. And that molecule that loses that electron starts spinning and can cause damage or oxidative stress, oxidation. Basically you can think of it as kind of rust in the body. And um, so in other words, it's bad for you. And there, I've got a great way of measuring oxidative stress in the body now with some of the new tests I'm doing on our Cleveland Heart Panel. Uh, one of them is called the MPO or myeloperoxidase. That's a pretty good test for um, oxidative stress in your body. Think of it as um, a level of which this, these molecules react with each other that cause damage to every organ in your body. So what causes oxidative stress? Um, obesity is probably the main thing I see that causes oxidative stress on your body. Um, when I measure it in an obese patient, it's usually pretty high. The other things that can cause it are um, stress, which causes everything bad, um, eating sugary foods, processed foods, smoking, alcohol, um, poor sleep habits. It's just everything that you can do bad for your body really can cause this oxidative stress at a cellular level that is doing damage to your body even though sometimes you can't even feel it or know that it's happening. But you will ha sometimes have symptoms eventually after this starts like um, being tired, fatigue, uh, poor memory, wrinkling of your skin, graying of your hair. Um, so in other words, getting a body that's kind of worn out. So start thinking about oxidative stress um, and it's really kind of a result of everything that we do bad for our body. And now we do have a way of measuring it. And hopefully you can get in here and get it checked early so we can kind of do some things that will reverse it, like um, antioxidant vitamins that help. Um, a lot of the vitamins that we recommend are antioxidant vitamins that help reverse this damage that you're doing to your body. I mean, we all age anyway, so you don't want to accelerate your aging by putting a tremendous amount of oxidative stress on your system. So come in and let us kind of measure it for you and uh, give you ways that you can combat this. So great question, complicated question. All right, second question, how much water should I drink per day? Great question. Um, and that's a pretty simple answer. You really should drink about, most people should drink about half their weight in ounces. Um, if you weigh 200 pounds, you need to drink 100 
ounces of water. And that's a baseline. If you're real active and sweating and running, biking, you need more than that by far, probably by a half more. So I tell everybody to get at least 80 ounces of water a day. So try to count it. That's not easy to do. We talked last week about, uh, I think on one of my podcasts about salt and you know how salt can be good or bad for you. It turns out that salt's mostly bad for you if you don't drink enough water with it to dilute the sodium out. If you do that, you're probably fine, especially if you get something like Himalayan sea salt. So you need to drink. Here's how much water should I drink every day? More than you're drinking. Um, I'm 30 years old with low T. How long do I have to stay on testosterone treatment? Um, well, if you're 30 years old with low testosterone, then we need to first thing we need to do is find out why you're low on your testosterone. That's that's pretty young to be low. Although I do see a lot of this. Um, you know, a lot of people that work shift work, I see with low T, people that are not sleeping or they're stressed out, or they're obese or diabetic. Um, that lowers your testosterone level. But at that young, I like to check a couple things to see if you have primary or secondary hypogonadism. So that's important the first time I see it establish why and then get a treatment program for when, uh, how long you'll have to take it. But in general, somebody that young, you know, I try to work it up so that I can kind of get them started producing testosterone on their own so they don't have to be on the shot the rest of their life. Um, so, and a lot of times I use medicines like Clomid or sometimes a combination of Clomid and, and low-dose testosterone. Um, but, uh, and sometimes I just correct their metabolic problems like their diabetes or their obesity and, there's, and tell them to lift weights and take zinc, some of the natural ways you can raise your testosterone level. So, um, I mean, and some people are just so far gone that they need testosterone, but you need to make a plan so that you either cycle it or combine it with something like HCG, which is hard to get now, or Clomid, and we're able to do that and uh, kind of prevent shutdown of your own production of testosterone. So, you know, when you get an old guy like me, 65, um, you know why I may have low T because I'm old. But a young guy like that, you know, you really have to look at it a little closer and really be delicate with how you treat it because you don't want to shut down their own pituitary gonadal axis so they won't make any of their own. So you got to kind of be smart about it. So how long do you have to take it? I don't know. Depends on a lot of factors, but I know we work with that every day and we should be able to help you with that. Um, question four, how often should you get vitamin D injections is once a week too much? Good question. You know, now we are able to give vitamin D3 in injection form. So, and most of the people I check with their vitamin D, it's not adequate anyway. So a lot of times I'll give them a boost by getting it in in an intramuscular injection right off the bat and it boosts them. Um, or if they're sick, you know, if their immune system's low, they're tired, it's amazing what an injection of vitamin D will do for you quickly. Um, and you usually still should take it orally, but if you, if you, you know, this depends on the situation. If you have a history of kidney stones, you know, you can overdo the vitamin D. So, and I usually check levels to make sure 
I've got you at a good level, but not over 100. I generally like to see it about 80 or so. Very helpful for a lot of situations. Remember, vitamin D is a hormone, not a vitamin. Um, so some people, I'll give them a shot once a week until I can get their levels up, and then maybe every two weeks, and then maybe once a month, and then have them take the oral D3 along with it. Now remember that once a week vitamin D2, that's a prescription oral, once a week with 50,000. I don't like it much because this is vitamin D2. What you need is vitamin D3. So remember that if you've been given a prescription of vitamin D to check what form it is. And anybody over 50, I usually like to use the D with K because what the K does is allow the vitamin D to bring the calcium into your bones, not your arteries. So vitamin K, remember that. Um, last question. How does weight training boost your testosterone levels? Um, that's interesting. You know, well, weight training builds your muscle. When you build your muscle, it, it will boost your testosterone levels. Um, testosterone helps your muscle. Muscle helps testosterone. And generally, to get much of an effect from, from that weightlifting to boost your T levels, you have to lift semi-heavy. So... A lot of times the ordinary uh, form of exercises don't do a lot to boost your testosterone levels, but indirectly they may because if you're exercising and feeling better, that means you're usually sleeping better, which will boost your T levels in, in itself. Um, so um, weightlifting will boost your T levels. And, you know, if you have a really low level, it's probably not going to boost it enough to that you want, so it may not be enough, but certainly if you're in that intermediate category, it will boost it just a bit. And remember, you're looking for your free testosterone to rise, not just your total. So you gotta look at sex hormone, binding globulin, a few things like that. You know, a lot of times, like I mentioned last week, I'll have uh, people that have a 500 testosterone level, but yet all the symptoms of low T, and they come to me because their doctor won't give it to them, and I'll check a free testosterone and a sex hormone binding globulin, and they're very low. So that's what you're treating. You're treating the free testosterone. So, um, yeah, I love the weight training. I love cardio also. You need to find the right mix for your body type. But um, certainly weightlifting is a great thing to do for your bones and your muscles, your brain, everything. It may give you somewhat of a boost of your testosterone levels. So, all right, that's question number five. It's been a long day. I hope that I've answered some of these questions. Write your questions in or call them in, whatever, performancemedicine.net, or just mention it to me or, or one of our providers, and we'll try to get your questions answered for you. I hope you have a great week. And oh, it is Father's Day this Sunday, so this week we are running a lot of Father's Day specials, so uh, running sales on tee shots, etc. Uh, so come in, guys, and um, we'll also probably... You know, think about maybe giving you a good deal on Botox or Xeomin or one of those things that make you look even better than you do. Um, but anyway, I hope you have a good week. We'll see you next week. Thanks, guys, for listening to this episode of the podcast. Uh, please share the podcast with your friends. And if you haven't subscribed yet, please subscribe. Uh, we will see you guys next time.